this woman I know named June, she lives oh, in Los cool. Angeles. I'm in Cleveland. And I, yeah, she bought your program um, and was just like, it's the greatest thing. She was going on and on about it. She's like, you have oh. to reach out to him, get him on your show. So then I reach out to my buddy, Mike Miller, and I'm like, hey, what do you know about Justin? He's like, oh, he's solid. Hit him up. I was like, okay. He's like, I, actually, I bought his program too. I was like, okay. Everybody's got dude, your program. Everybody great. loves you. Yeah, Let's I do love this. You know? that, dude. I love <laughs> It was, I mean, the feedback was phenomenal on your program there. So personally, I have to check it out still myself. But yeah, I mean, everybody's just like, yeah, it's awesome. Check it out. So I was like, great. This is Taking Action Today with Michael Alder, episode 39. I'm going to model the 10-hour wholesaler. What's up, everybody? It's no secret that wholesaling is a hot topic right now. So I reached out to my network to find out who we should be talking to and get on the show. And Justin Wilmont's name came up several times with very high reviews on So we're going to learn his strategies today, find out what he's done to build his business, to achieve his freedom lifestyle, and live pretty much passively so he can surf all the time and hang out with his family. Let's get right into this. Justin, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate uh, appreciate you having me here. Oh, no problem. Thank you. I've heard countless great things about you, so I'm real excited to hear about your story, your journey, and how you've gotten to this point in life. So if you don't mind, will you take us back and tell us how you got started investing in real estate? Absolutely. So... I got started washing cars. Don't make right any sense. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, back um, when I was 18 years old, I actually started a yacht management and car detailing company. And um, all my clients, uh, you know, were over here maintaining yachts and beautiful boats and literally, you know, the nicest cars you can imagine, Bentleys, Mercedes, you know, the whole nine. And so I started to think to myself, what the heck are these guys really doing? I knew they're in real estate, but I wanted to dig a little deeper. Um, most of them happened to be sales agents and brokers for like one of the largest luxury development companies in the world at the time. And this is all 2000, you know, three, four and five. So, right. boom, you know, and, um, and and so as the economy, you know, so I was always intrigued. But then as the economy tanked, you know, luxury construction, luxury development, luxury buying, that was the first thing to go. So they were the first to start peeling, you know, they were the first layer of the onion. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that highly affected my company. And, you know, I'm 20 years old doing a quarter million dollars. And I just think that this is the way life is. Right. And so I had a real uh, rude awakening. And so, um, I said, well, they're in the sales side. I don't want to be affected like that. How can I be, how can I create something in real estate, create the same kind of wealth, but be something more dependable. And so I started, of course, where probably most people started. Rich dad, poor dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I found it, man. I don't know if it was Google or what. So I read my first book. Um, it, it gave me the spark and um, the journey started. And so I just went at it for about a year and a half, buying every course under the sun. Uh, lost my very first two deals, uh, the wholesale deals. Looked at the numbers, didn't look at the location. Both locations absolutely sucked. And uh, so I lost both of them, right? Lost the deposits. And at that time, I was throwing everything I had at the business, right? So it was a big struggle, man, uh, a big struggle. And then I finally hired a coach. Um, I don't know if I should keep that coach, how remain nameless at the moment or what, but <laughs> you go either way with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, right on. Well, my coach was Patrick Riddle. All right. right? Yeah. And so I hired him. Uh, we're, we're, you know, I became his most successful student and we've gone on to do deals together. And so now we're business partners again. Um, but so I hired him and I did everything he asked me to do. Just took a leap of faith, um, you know, the whole nine. I, I had to get myself in the right mindset, t- did total immersion and self-development and just started taking massive actions, 
Lo and behold, I get my first deal done, 2008. It was a HUD property. Um, you know, I'm all excited, jumping up and down, make 10,000 bucks. Get on the call with Patrick. He's like, great, man. What's the plan? I'm like, man, I'm going to start doing fixing and flipping here. I'm going to start doing rentals here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm wrapping off. With it. Mm. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> if you do anything besides what you just did, you know, there's a good chance you could be a one hit wonder. And so that was like some of the most, that was some of the most valuable advice that I've ever received, probably still to this day. And he goes, do ex- write down in detail exactly what you did, what you just did from front to end, everything, like like you were talking to a sixth grader. So I was like, all right, sounds boring, not fun, not sexy. I want to go make some money, but I'll do it. And so I did it. And because of that, I went on to do 14 HUD properties in a matter of about four months, wow. which honestly, if you've done HUD properties, you know, man, that's a tough, tough feat. You know yeah, what I'm I was going to say, you're doing HUD properties. Are you just wholesaling these HUD deals? I was just wholesaling a man, which okay. makes it even harder, huh? Right, you know, right. We got the HUD representative sitting there at the at the, at the closing at the closing table. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Florida, you know, we're doing simultaneous. I use an attorney for the whole nine, so um, you know, we do simultaneous disclosures. So um, that was like a magical piece of information I learned was just um, find out, you know, get really good at one thing, and then just crush it systematize it so that a sixth grader could read it, you know, think McDonald's, right? How the heck can McDonald's hire anybody, but yet they can still do their task? Well, for the most part, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, think that theory. And so, um, probably just throwing the whole emit thing on me. And so that's how I've gone on to scale my business ever since. So, you know, that success, um, in the wholesaling business, um, attracted a lot of attention. So then I went on to getting lots of private money and I started fixing and flipping properties throughout all of Florida, um, mainly Flagler and Volusia County. That's where my main thing was. So 2008 and nine, um, we were partnered with the biggest um, REO broker in the counties and uh, we were just busting them out, you know, four to six foreclosures a month. No problem. Doing and fix and flips yeah. at that point. Let's back up just a little bit then with those fix and flips there. I mean, do you still use that model to this day or have you found there's too many headaches getting involved with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. I, I, you know what? I, I cherry picked the very best ones, but I found that it's a headache. I, I don't fix and flip like that anymore. Now okay. I'm just, yeah, now I sit back, I create the system and uh, let the system run itself. I know you hear that a lot and it sounds sometimes kind of cliche and, and corny, but but that is what I do, you know? Um, what I do is I leverage a lot of other wholesalers. So we'll buy wholesalers properties and then flip them out to our cash buyers. And what we do is in this current economy, um, things have changed, right? So I had to change the model from what it was in 2008, nine and 10. And so that's where this whole 10 hour wholesaler idea, this 10 hour wholesaler is actually something I've put together. It's a training product. It's something that I was doing and still doing. I said, you know what? I need to teach this to other people because I see way because I started a local real estate investor association and I saw way too many people like banging their head against the wall trying to find properties at 30, 40, 50 cents in the dollar, which you can still do today, mm-hmm. but it isn't as easy as it was in 2008 or nine, right? Can't argue that, right? Right. Right. And so I said, well, let me find a little easier way. Like, I, you know, if anybody knows me, I'm all about simple. And so I just wanted to like flow with the market. I said, well, heck, if there's people fighting each other for foreclosures uh, in a lot of these hotter markets right now, then um, I'm sure they would love to get inventory that they're not bidding against each other. So I just said, when we set out a mission to provide wholesale properties to these people, they have no clue what a wholesale property is. 
So then this whole 10-hour wholesaler mythology came into play. Nice. And I want to get into that with you too, but I want to uh, share a funny story with you. I have a friend in Los Angeles who actually picked up your course. I personally haven't seen it yet, but she was raving about it. And what she did, I'm assuming this was all in the course material. She was taking all the addresses of properties I own in Cleveland. And mm-hmm. she was sending out your sample yellow letter, which she actually mailed one to me with the little money signs on it and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so she sends this out and, uh, it lands in the lap of a woman who I made an offer to last year. Now in Cleveland, you and I are in totally different markets, but yeah. uh, in my world, you know, I made this lady an offer last year for ten thousand dollars on a property. She was like, "Hell no!" You know, <laughs> there, there was no way it was going down. Right. So June's like, "Do you know this lady?" I'm like, "Yeah, I made her offer for ten grand last year. She wasn't entertaining." She's like, "Should I make her an offer?" I'm like, "Absolutely, but make her a really crappy offer just to see what she does." So June reaches out to her. It's like, "I'll pay you seventy five hundred dollars," and she accepted it right away. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so she used your strategy. It's under contract right now. And we're just going to wholesale it. You know, I'm her feet on the ground here. So I'll help her with it. And we'll just split that. But it was just funny how that worked out. And that came from your program. So let's get into your program a little bit. Cause I haven't gone through it, through it, you know, show, share some steps on it. Share some steps on it. Okay. Um, well, I kind of covered the basis of it right there. Look, it's, it's a program where, I just take what I do because, you know, that it starts from where I just talked about. I learned from the very beginning how to like just write down every little thing that I'm doing that works. Mm -hmm. Well, I had to kind of like, I didn't realize it, but I kind of had a program sitting right in front of me, my own business. And so I said, look, let me package this up. Let me make it available to other people because this is bull, right? Like, I mean, people are trying to like go in in a warm and hot markets and trying to get properties under contract or make a living uh, getting properties in contract for 40 cents on the dollar. You know, I just, I, I'm, I, you know, I know there's a lot, plenty of people that completely disagree, but the 70% of after repair value minus, minus, minus repairs, minus closing costs, minus what you want to make that formula, mm-hmm. it can work. But like to think to me, I don't run that way. So I'm an all cash buyer retail guy. So I package up how to teach people how to find those people, the people that are buying foreclosures, people that are buying at the courthouse, people that are buying auction properties on HubZoo, right? And uh, anybody that's paying retail for cash, buying multiple properties and their first and last name. And we figure out how to add value into their lives. And then we just turn around and add value to other wholesalers having trouble getting rid of inventory. All right. So your whole model is pretty much cold wholesaling then. I should say you know, your whole model, but uh, that's a lot of what it's about. Then you're just not, marrying yeah, these two. And- model. In essence, you know, look, I do both. You know, I, I really do 50 50. I send out like, you know, I, like I just, we just dropped a campaign of uh, 15,000 postcards. Wow. Right? Okay. So, yeah. So we're doing plenty of direct mail and getting our own inventory. We just got two properties under contract today in the land. Uh, one of them's a freaking smoke and hot deal. It's worth <laughs> 85. I got for a buck 15. Um, what was that after? Uh, what's it worth? 285. Nice. Yeah, about 15. But it, it needs some serious, it, it needs a complete renovation and a little bit of structural work. But still, you know, still a great deal. Plenty of meat on the bone. What do you think you're going to get out of that deal then? You know what? I, I really think I want to wholesale it. I like everything. So, right. um, you know, right now, you know, it's funny. I never go to properties. But today, I went to this property, <laughs> you know, and I brought a new, another operations manager on. I'm doing training with her and she's a freaking rock star. And so I wanted to do this with her so she can see, like, I don't want people to think I ask them to do things that I don't do. So, you know, we went to the property together and, um, this thing needs some serious love, but it's probably, I'm going to put it on for about once on the way back. We were talking about, we're going to put it on for about 179. 
Nice. So I got, yeah. So and now I got it at one one fifteen. So oh, that's a hell of a profit there. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, we shall we shall see. You know, it's a beautiful deal for another fix and flip guy. I mean, it's actually the numbers comp it out about three fifteen, but to blow it out, you know, two nine five would be a great number. Right on. Yeah, yeah, it's on the water in St. John's, uh, on the St. John's River. I don't know if you know that, but no, that's awesome though. Yeah, super cool spot. So um, that's my model, man. You know, for me, I work for the cash buyers. Like I. I you know, when it comes to, you, you say co-wholesaling, and, and I did used to use that term a lot, but I'm really kind of trying to exit that because we don't do what like other people do when they define co-wholesaling, which is like pimp out other people's properties. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> The like term does have, have a bad rap with it. Yeah, we have a buyer's list, right? Mm-hmm. And if something works, then we're just going to, we might, you know, run an opportunity like, hey, if we had a contract on a three bedroom, two bath uh, over here on Beaver Dam, um, for eighty five thousand, would it make sense to you? And if they say, "Dude, I need inventory anywhere around that price range," I'll just go put the property in a contract and buy it from a wholesaler. You know what okay. I'm saying? If I don't have that inventory, I'll just go buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll go put on a purchase contract. Right. And so yeah, so that's kind of our model, and that's what I teach. Now, well, speaking of your buyers list, there, you know, you shared some of the buyers that you're targeting and where you're finding them. How are you actually getting in front of them? Are you doing letter campaigns? You're picking up the phone. Yeah, you know what? Some people again call me crazy, but I kind of take it old school. So, like, we'll use data scrapers like Freedom Soft. Okay. In, adi- in addition to um, uh, just building relationships with realtors and whatever market it is that we're targeting, and just get everybody that's buying foreclosures, right? Because, look, it, you know, here's what I know in Florida, if you're buying foreclosures right now, you're an amateur. I mean, look, that might be a broad statement, but. In, in Florida, if you're if you're buying a foreclosure, you're paying retail, dude. So, you know, we can argue that all day long, but <laughs> it's just the truth. And so right. that means that, and especially if you're buying that and entitling it in your first and last name, you're somebody that I want to talk to. Right on, right? yeah. Yeah, you're, you're probably somebody that I can help. So that's kind of our, our, no. our, 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 our sh- the, the way we go about it. No, I like that. It is a great strategy there. And I haven't heard anybody tapping out into it like that. So that's awesome. Yeah, man, it just makes sense. I mean, <laughs> at least in Florida and Arizona and in Atlanta, you know, I'm I'm sure it does in Cleveland, no? The whole thing here in Cleveland is uh, you know, you're looking for the hard money guys is what we do. You know, find the guys that are loaning hard money and then put it in front of them to put to their people. Uh, so that's that's something I do and then there's a lot of West Coast investors that come here as well, so direct mail to them. Craigslist surprisingly works really well here. Um, really? yeah, yep. So nice, yeah, nice. that makes great sense. I don't think I even thought of that angle, man. Was that using Craigslist? No, uh, going to hard money. Oh guy. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there are plenty of people that want to borrow, so they know yeah. who's buying or who they're going to loan to. So yeah, that talk to your hard good. money friends. That makes good sense, right? Really? See, we're working together on this. This is great. <laughs> you got my brain ticking. <laughs> Excellent. Now here's a question I have for you because you just named off a bunch of different states. But before we get into that. It sounds like, you know, when you were climbing back up from, uh, you know, when the world was crashing on all of us back in the day, you may have hit a point where you landed in a comfort zone. Did you ever settle in a comfort zone and then eventually break back through or? Big time. That's big time. Yeah, that's what the, that's, you know, again, that everything happened just perfectly to create this 10 hour wholesaler phenomenon, right? Well, you know, the, it wasn't called the 10 hour wholesaler. It's just the way I started structuring my business. Mm-hmm. And then I truly like, I, like me, I'm a big surfer. So I take my family and we go to like Costa Rica for a month at a time, like all in March, I'm going to be in Costa. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm like really only working like 10 hours a week, babe. And she's like, yeah, it's freaking awesome. It's because this new mall you made. And I'm like, 
10 hour wholesaler. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And so, um, that came out of necessity though, man, that came out of like a struggle because I got used to doing so many foreclosures and, 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 and just, you know, in essence, kind of pocket listings, you know, when you start, um, being a dependable buyer for an REO broker, he's going to take care of you. And so what happened was, you know, the banks and mainly the government, Fannie and Freddie, they started catching on to that real quick. Right. And mm-hmm. so, Pocket listings went away real fast after a while. I should say after a while. And then you got your seasoning requirements, right? And then you got your 15-day owner-occupant only offers, right? right? And then the market started warming up. Um, So you combine all that, and it was a perfect storm for somebody that depends on foreclosures, you know? And so um, I said, look, it's a game game changer time. And I was burnt. You know, I just, you know, I was nonstop. You know, when I was doing so many rehabs and fixing and flipping a bunch of properties, I, I was nonstop, dude. I, I, right. 26 years old, I'm in the hospital um, talking about surgeries for a hiatal hernia or whatever wow. it's called, you know? Uh, and they're like, dude, you're 26, Justin. What are you doing? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm working. I'm flipping houses. Leave me alone. Multi-billionaire. You know? I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, I'm making it happen. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm working. And I'm like, this is not cool, you know? And running around in a nice truck and, you know, having all this stuff and, and, and all this money and, and nothing to do, man, because I, I, I you know, I, I wasn't smart enough. I, there are people out there, you know, and, and I'm, you know, blessed enough to hang around some other extreme mastermind with some extremely successful investors. And they found a way to really, um, systematize their renovation companies. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wasn't there at the time, you know, I, I was like the guy, you know, I'm, 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 marketing, I'm finding the property, marketing for the property, renovating the property, not physically, you know, of course I have contractors doing everything, but still there fixing everything, writing checks, then marketing the properties. It it was a total, like, you know, that burns you out for sure. Yeah. Like five in the morning till like no exaggeration, dude, I would do some, there was times I was doing 6am to 3am. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Like seriously, like what the hell is that? And that's just not me. You know, that's just not me. <laughs> so. I hear you. That's no lifestyle there. You know, even when you have the end goal in mind, it's, I mean, you burn out too fast doing that. And I've done, you know, I've worked myself to death, you know, as well in life. So that's awesome that you created the system. Yeah. I think we all got to go through that. And so we can have our own personal experience and, and say, you know, you know, like, Hey, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have hit that wall, you know, and created mm-hmm. and created what I created this new model, you know, and, and helping a lot of people out along the way too. So. Let me ask you this then. You're going to be out of town for a whole month. You're still mm-hmm. going to be making money while you're on vacation surfing with the family. Yep. How big is your team that you're not going to be sweating anything while you're enjoying the waves? Three in-house and two virtual. Right on. That's it. That's it, man. That's, That's it. awesome. That's it. That's it. I always say, you know, the most important thing you could have is a rock star operations manager and 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 give her the give her the, you know, you know, what are they actually I, damn dude? I don't even remember what the saying is called. Give her the roost. <laughs> right. <on>. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't know. But, I, I, you know, the thing is, you know, I, I give her a big piece of the pie. Very cool. You know, so and she has a yeah. piece in the business there. So she has incentive. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. She's got a piece in the company. I, I make every operations manager give them a part. Um, acquisition managers, they get a piece of the net profits, right? Um, and the operations manager get a piece of net profits and a piece of the whole pie. That's smart. Nobody's going to bleed your company then because everybody has an interest in it at that point. 
Absolutely, man. You just, I, I'm all about empowering people. You know, I'm, one of my quotes is I would never want a hundred percent of the profits of any deal because that means I did a hundred percent of the work. Right. And so I live by that. And so my life is better than that. There might, there's people that absolutely make more money per deal than I do, but I am the one that can stay in like anywhere I want in the world for a month and not like worry about it. And so, money's still coming in. Yeah. The deals are still getting done. So no, you know, I still need to have Wi-Fi. I still need to have check up and do shit. But right, a little bit of babysitting. Oh, yeah, gonna drop oh I'm not going to beep it out. We're going to let it ride. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the subject of deals, though, how many are you averaging per month right now? Uh, you know what? Right now, we're probably actually not probably right now. This month, we're going to do nine. Okay, we're gonna do nine deals. That's what we're on, on on right now. I just got those two hundred contracts talking about, so that's nine deals. Um, and we have, as a matter of fact, I'm sitting, as I told you a minute ago, I'm sitting in my operations manager office and I'm looking at her files and we got a bunch of offers out. So I'm sure a couple of these are bound to close. Yeah. We're only so. halfway through the month. There's room for more then. Yeah. There's room for more. So, you know, it's all relative. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this is why I want to take you into the Q and a part of the show where I go to my listeners and friends and fans of the show and ask them what they would like to ask you. And it's funny, before I get into that, I reached out to June. I said, Hey, he's coming on the show. You got any questions for him? And she said, no, his program was so thorough. I really don't even have any questions right now. I was like, okay. So there's another shout out for you right there. Dude, that is awesome. Honestly, man, I, I, I seriously like, again, sounds corny, but I seriously love hearing that when I built that system out, I was spending like, I poured so much time, like truly time and energy into like thinking, how can I state this more clearly and better, you know? And I don't know, every time I hear that, cause I just think about how much energy I poured into that. And so I appreciate people appreciating it. Yeah. Everything <laughs> I've heard about, it's been rock solid. So that's awesome. Awesome. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Cool. This first question comes from Mike Miller and he's actually down in uh, Florida as well. He wanted to know when co-wholesaling and looking for inventory, what is a great way to find the wholesalers that are the source of the inventory to eliminate the daisy chains? To eliminate the daisy chains. I always go with the top guys. So at the RIA, either you or send a representative to the RIA or get the vendors list from the RIA and just find the top guys. The, 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 where you find the daisy chains are like the newbie people. Right. right. Where they're like, just got someone else's wholesale property. And then they send it to you because you're like, Hey, I want deals. Right. And they're like, okay, great. I got deals. And they just went to somebody's freaking email. See, that's why right there. I was what, that's what I'm talking about. Mike, that's why I want to drop the whole cold wholesale term. Right. When it comes to 10 hour wholesaler. You know what I'm saying? We're wholesaling properties. It's just the one commonality is cash buyers. And it's either coming from other wholesalers or own inventory. But this, the contracting, is, is the system is the same. We're either signing or contracting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, the answer to that would be always stick with the top few guys. So like, you know, call the title company, right? Get the vendors list, see who the number one title company or title attorney is there and ask, hey, you know, this might be an awkward question, Mr. Mrs. Uh, owner of title company, but who's your top wholesaler over there? We do it. Nice. <laughs> there it call. is. That's perfect. Yeah, we'll call them. We don't care if it looks stupid or if they, you know, say, oh, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, because I've had people say, man, just not going to release that information. And they do like 90% of the time. Right. And that's fine. Worst case, they're going to say no. We're on to the next, you know? Yeah, on to the next. Exactly. So so that's the best case scenario. And then, you know, you, what you need to do is when you finally do get a hold of that person, 
Um, ask them how you can be of service. Ask them even value. You know, say, hey, what properties do you have a tough time getting getting rid of? And then focus your efforts on cash buyers that would meet that demand, right? You know, so if they get certain properties, certain neighborhoods, like, yeah, you know, I, I, when I get over here, they're gone. You know, my list is super hot. But when I get properties over here, you know, they're on for a couple of weeks. And sometimes I even, you know, can't even follow through with the deal. Well, then figure a way to help that, you know? Great. Add value and everybody gets paid. Everybody wins. Nice. Here's the next question is, what are a few key metrics that one should really consider today for choosing a new market to wholesale in? Wholesalers. Just reach out to wholesalers in other markets, find out what's hot? That's it, man. If there's wholesalers there, I mean, you, we know, we all know there's cash buyers in every market, right? Right. So, so we don't need to worry about that. That's covered. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so That's simple and easy. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to my model, the 10-hour wholesaler model, if you want to do virtual markets, your number one thing is finding wholesalers that um, are open to this type of relationship, meaning people that are okay with you putting their property in a contract, knowing darn well that you're going to buy and flip it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, the, um, that's the caveat. Nice. Thank you. Now, we're coming up on the fourth quarter of your year. What are some goals you have going on right now? What are you expecting the end of the year like? You know what? Personally, honestly, my goal is to spend more time with my family. I got a two and a half year old and a three week old. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. So my goal is just more time after Costa Rica for March that month, we got a wedding to go to for a family. And then I want to do another month um, in Puerto Rico. So, you know, honestly, I don't have like, (laughs) it might sound lazy, but I don't have aspirations to, you know, um, make the deal count much more than what it is. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm not complacent, but I'm happy right now. So no, really, you just shared the ultimate goal. Cause really that's what everybody's after more family time, more quality time and have the systems in place. So the money's coming in so you could experience that. Right. Exactly. You know what, as a my answer to that dude almost means that I'll be, t- you know, possibly, you know, preparing to take even a, a, a cut in my own salary, you know, or my own, my own, because what I want to do is add another person. Of course, the goal is we're going to add more deal count. But even if I don't in the beginning, I st- my goal, right, is for more personal free, more time, even more than what I have. That's and the I- ultimate goal and you're experiencing it. That's awesome. Yep. So this has been awesome. I really appreciate your time coming on the show. Where is the best place for the listeners to connect with you? Facebook. Connect with me on Facebook and connect with me at the 10hourwholesaler.com. 10hourwholesaler.com. Um, and I will, can teach you. There's a free... Um, uh, free download, special report that, and it's entertaining because I had one of my buddies who's way better uh, at writing than I am helped me put it together. So we collaborated on it. He's a jokester, and so uh, it's an entertaining and very enlightening uh, report on literally exactly what we do. And then you can make a decision if you just want to join the membership and um, duplicate what we do. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to link to everything in the show notes, Justin. This has been a blast. I hope to follow up with you in the near future to see what you have going on. You're good people, man. Let's keep in touch. Thank you for letting me be here. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening in today. For more tips on real estate investing and creating streams of passive income, stop by michaelalder.com or connect with me on Twitter at michaelalder34, or you can find me on Facebook. All right, everybody. Thanks, and let's take action today.